Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay and had a good weekend. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast on Monday, January the 23rd. Coming up, why there are calls for more signs to direct people to part of Ashford. We hear from the celeb Kent couple who've been talking about their weight loss and the Jill's boss reacts to their first away win of the season as they make it back-to-back victories in League Two. But first, one of our most read stories on the website today is about an Ashford man who's avoided going to prison despite launching an unprovoked attack on a couple he didn't know. Well, Lucy joins me now to talk us through this one. And Lucy, it happened in the car park of a carvery. That's right, Andrew and Barbara Maggs had just left the Neptune in Dimchurch in August 2021 when they were approached by Luke Orford. A court was told he'd been drinking heavily and had also taken cocaine. The prosecution say he then asked Mrs Maggs, am I pretty? She replied yes and walked off. And it was Shortly after this that the assault took place, is that right? Yes, the couple then heard the sound of a glass being thrown towards them before Orford started shouting. The 32-year-old from Skylark Way knocked Mr Maggs to the floor before hitting Mrs Maggs in the face as well. A court was also told because of the amount of alcohol he'd drunk and the drugs he'd taken, Orford doesn't remember anything about it. And what did the defence have to say? Well, they said his actions were out of character. They went on to read character references that describe him as a solid person of good nature. They also told the court he hasn't touched alcohol since it happened. So he admitted two counts of assault. What was the sentence, Lucy? Well, magistrates jailed him for 26 weeks, but that was suspended for 18 months, so he was able to walk free from court. They've also ordered him to do 180 hours of unpaid work and pay compensation to the two victims. Lucy, thank you ever so much. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today, and a man's been sent to prison after spitting in the face of a shop worker at an Iceland in Ashford and throwing shopping baskets around the store. Staff believe the man was already drunk when he entered the store in December last year and became enraged when they refused to serve him more alcohol. He was sentenced to eight weeks in prison. He must also address his drink problem and pay £150 in compensation. A candlelit vigil has been held on Sheppey following the death of a young councillor. Conservative Rep Cameron Beard passed away suddenly on Friday at the age of just 31. Many believed he could have been a potential parliamentary candidate in the future. There's a warning the number of a Asylum seekers crossing the Channel to Kent could rise to 80,000 this year. The Home Office is recruiting an extra 100 officials to deal with their cases. Last year, more than 45,000 people made the dangerous journey in small boats and charities say the only way to stop it is to create safe and legal routes for refugees. Now, the landlady of a property in Chatham says she's been left feeling vulnerable after a family of four moved into her vacant rental property without her say-so. Catherine Wareham and her husband noticed the locks had also been changed on the house in Beaconsfield Road and a mother and three children were squatting inside. The woman was adamant the house was hers. Well, salon owner Catherine says at first she felt sorry for her. Here's her story. Well, my husband come round, uh, tried to get in the house and realised the uh, locks had been changed. So he come home to me and I thought, this don't sound right. So I come back with him to find that uh, the locks had been changed and there was a family in here, um, a lady with three children. 
uh, which she kept saying that this is my house. And I went, no, it's not your house, it's my house. And uh, apparently the night before she'd had someone come round late at night and had the locks changed and and actually thought it was a house but it's not <laughs> and what was kind of the first things that you thought of i know you said there was a bit of mixed emotions kind of at first i thought she'd been really scammed and i was very sorry for her she told me her dad had died and um i said oh, i'm really sorry i was rubbing her arm and then um she said, i've been scammed out of a lot of money and this but this is my house and I said, it's not, but don't worry, we won't let you be on the streets. We're trying to sort something out for you. But then as the evening went on, we found out that we were the ones that had been scammed and she was in it all the way. So. And kind of what was your kind of feelings, like your thoughts, what was going through your head? At first, I felt very, very sorry for them because I thought they'd been scammed. And then towards the end, I was very, very angry. And I'm still angry today. This is a couple of days after. And obviously, I think kind of you mentioned, you know, you see it, but you don't expect it to happen to no, you. No, yeah. I've seen it so many times, well, read about it and, heard, you know, heard about it. Um, you don't ever think this is going to happen to you. And it did, and I think we're still in shock. All our week's been thrown upside down because uh, we are in shock to think that it's happened to us. It's made us feel very um, vulnerable of leaving the house. And um, yeah, as I said, we've, we've been up in the air all week. I can't work. I, I've not really been to work because uh, I can't concentrate. And uh, it's just really fun, all of us. We're all very, very angry. You know, really angry. Kent Online reports. There have been delays on one of the main routes into Canterbury after a car crashed into a house. A picture at Kent Online today shows a Mercedes has been driven into the front of a property on Mill Road in Sturry. Thankfully, it's not thought anyone has been badly hurt. Elsewhere, though, two cyclists have been seriously injured after crashing with a car near Ashford. The air ambulance was called to Brook Street between Tenterden and Woodchurch yesterday evening. A woman was flown to a London hospital for treatment and a second person was taken to the William Harvey. The penalty fare for not having a valid rail ticket on board southeastern trains is about to skyrocket. From today, the price will jump from £20 to £100, plus the cost of the ticket. It's hoped the change will encourage commuters to buy before they board. A Kent woman whose husband died while scuba diving off the coast of Dover has set up a podcast for other widows to share their stories. Mum of three, Rosie Gill Moss, struggled to deal with her grief after losing her husband, Ben, in 2018. She's recently remarried and set up the podcast with a friend who was also widowed. Well, the 40-year-old's now helping others to come to terms with their loss. Back in March 2018, uh, my husband, who was a keen scuba diver, uh, he, he went on a dive off the Dover coast one day and at about 7 o'clock that evening I got a knock on the door um, to tell me that he had never come back up again. So um, Ben was never found. He, um, he's presumed dead that day. Um, I did have to go to the High Court, having declared dead, which was a, a complication that I probably could have done without at the time, but um, a necessary evil. Uh, and then I sort of found myself quite cast adrift in that time, I didn't really know where to turn. Um, and I, in the end, I've, I met a network of widows who I formed a very close relationship with and um, realised, sort of as I'm now a little bit further through my journey, that there is a, there's nothing really out there for widows talking about how you what happens next? You know, who are you? Where do you belong in a world that doesn't really recognise you? You feel very isolated and 
I sort of want um, to change the narrative about this, you know, have, um, have, have them come on and talk about their stories, tell in their own words how they have navigated their grief and, you know, how they've managed to pull themselves back out again. So it just, it felt like it was time that we, we gave these people a voice, gave them the chance to talk about what happened and why. And some of these stories, you know, they, were, they are remarkable and compelling stories that you will probably never have heard before. So it's not only mm. for the, the bereaved, it's also for other people. You know, these are interesting stories, whatever your circumstances are. Kent Online reports. Next today, and this was one of our most read stories from over the weekend, and there are calls for more signs to be installed, directing people to an up-and-coming part of Ashford. Coachworks at Dover Place has places to eat, drink and work, but businesses there say they're not as busy as they should be. Fran Melly runs Il Pacero and Wild Souls Kitchen there and has been speaking to our reporter, Chantal. We choose Coachworks because we thought that it was a big opportunity, because it was a new I, I like the project, I like the concept of Coachworks. I like being street food and I like, like being a um, meeting point for Ashford. Yeah. I see a lot of potential in this place. Yeah. That's why we are keeping staying here and <laughs> yes, <it> <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. keep going, yes. And yes, uh, we try not to give up, yes. Yeah, I bet especially with COVID, yes. how did that hit you? Did, were you quite badly affected? Obviously you're still Open. Yes, we are. Yes, unfortunately, we heard about our business friends that they had to shut after COVID. They started with us and many of them didn't survive and we feel quite lucky still yeah. to have the opportunity to trade. And yes, it was hard during COVID because I think we opened uh, in July 2019 when we started training, trading and we first moved in coachwork with our trailer and then the landlords proposed us to have the container. Uh, so in 2020, we opened the container with the pizza place and everything. And it was amazing in summertime because we were the only place in Ashford uh, open. So indoor spaces weren't allowed. So we have been really, really busy. Tell me a bit about what's happening recently. You feel that you've been neglected by the council? Not really neglected. I've, I think I can speak um, for all the businesses in here, because it's not only us. Mm. Despite we have two businesses in here, but there are two more food vendors. Mm. Uh, I believe we will need the council to involve a little bit more coachworks in their activities. Yeah. Um, I don't know when we have a big space, and I believe they could organize like a Christmas market to bring more people in here, yeah. and yeah, little things like that and probably add more signs around Ashford to let people know that we are here. Mm. Because there are, I think, like 90% of people that still don't know Coachworks, yeah. despite we've been here for almost four years. Well, Coachworks was built in 2019 as a temporary leisure complex with a five-year lifespan. We have contacted the council for a comment. Residents are protesting against plans for 1,300 new homes in Whitstable, with many saying it would cause irreversible damage to the landscape and wildlife. The project on Brooklyn's farm would span 195 acres of land and include a three-form entry school, special educational needs school, commercial and business units, as well as sports facilities. Critics say the loss of farmland would be damaging to the county, though. The council say no final decisions on the plans have been made yet.
Trustees of Faversham's Theatre have revived plans for an extension project which they say will significantly upgrade its facilities. The plans for the Arden include two new dressing rooms and an extra rehearsal room as well as storage space. However, they need half a million pounds to get it off the ground and have so far raised just 30,000. Fundraising events are taking place throughout the year. A 3D virtual tour of a 14th century chamber unearthed at Rochester Castle is going to go on display next month. Archaeologists found a fortified gate which leads to a small room with a large shaft up above when they were doing preliminary work for Rochester Bridge refurbishment. It's thought to be a water gate used to transport goods from the riverside. The virtual tour will be free to the public when Rochester's Bridge Chapel reopens in February. Kent Online Showbiz. Some entertainment news now and former Strictly stars James and Ola Jordan have been telling the Kent Online podcast people struggled to recognise them when they put on a bit of weight. And the couple live in Kent with their two-year-old daughter Ella and have set up a new website to help people keep fit through dance. And Ola says she realised she'd let herself go after the COVID lockdowns. The realisation where you got yourself to, uh, it's quite hard. Um, you know, I've put a lot of weight on and needed a change. And I needed to find something that works for me. And I did, I think. And, and we've lost a lot of weight between us. I mean, obviously, it didn't happen overnight. It crept up on both of us over a period of time. Lock, help, lockdown didn't help at all. Um, Ola having Ella, our, our, our little girl, um, and obviously trying to lose the weight after that. People will say to me, oh, yeah, but you're fine. You look good. You know, you're a man now, so you're going to be different. And, you know, but... For me, I wasn't happy. And that's what it comes down to. Yes, you can be bigger and you can be happy. But what if you're not? What if you need that change? You know, you can change and be happy. And that doesn't mean you have to be big and be happy. You know, you can be, you know, whatever size you want to be. It's just important that I'm going to be a good mom and a happy mom. And I wasn't happy mom, you know, and that comes down to. And we were unhealthy as well. Because this yeah. body positivity thing is fantastic. Yeah. I, I understand it. I get it. You know, people that want to feel happy and in, in their and, and accept the way they are. But there's lots of people out there that don't want to accept the way they are yeah. and don't want to be positive about being unhealthy and not being able to move yeah. properly. And like I had reflux and I couldn't tie my shoelaces properly because my yeah. belly was in the way. Yeah. I wasn't able to move as, as freely as I, I used yeah. to. Um, and since I lost weight, I feel much healthier. So body positivity is great, but let's not um, promote obesity because that's not healthy to do that. And they've been telling us how they came up with the idea for Dance Shred. We did it in our kitchen. We were dancing in our kitchen with Ella. Um, we were going, oh, this is fun. And then we... we started watched... putting little routines together. And yeah. I'm, I'm a qualified PT, so we started mixing it with functional exercises like burpees and squats and sumo squats and lunges and things like and that. And was copying and was going, Mummy, look, I can do it too. Um, so we all did it together in our kitchen and that's how, how we started really. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's like, if anyone has ever thought, you know, I'd love to do Strictly, um, all the dances on there, we, we did like cha-cha, Charleston, Jive, Quickstep, Paso Doble, Salsa, all those dances we've created routines. Um, and obviously Dance Red, when, when when you go onto the website, we actually teach you very slowly all the steps, all the functional exercises. 
and then you do it to music. So we go through it very slowly first. And we had to ask, do they ever get recognised now when they're out and about in Kent? They do. Also now, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie, when, when we were a lot bigger, because, I mean, between the two of us, we've lost that nearly seven stone, stone now. Um, so we did look very different, didn't we? We did. People used to, like, look twice. They used to go, is, is it Ed? Is it did he used to wear those lycra trousers? Um, but now we do get recognised a lot more, I think. Now yeah. we're back to our old selves. Yeah. Which is but nice. I mean, I'm a Kent boy through and through. A bit more celeb news for you. And Rag and Bowman's made a surprise appearance at a Kent music venue. As you could hear there, he performed a song from The Little Mermaid at the Forum in Tunbridge Wells on Saturday. It was part of EastEnders start Sean Williamson's Barioke Night. You can see the video by heading to Kent Online. Whilst you're on the website, you can also see pictures of a comet last seen by cavemen as it became visible in the skies over Kent. A Sheppey astronomer known as Danny Kay stood on Sheerness Seafront for six hours in freezing temperatures to capture the green comet. It will be closest to Earth on February the 1st before it starts to move away never to be seen again in our lifetime. And Miley Cyrus is a new number one on the Kent Top 40 over on our sister radio station KMFM. Her song Flowers is thought to be about her breakup with Liam Hemsworth. 10.35 by Tate McRae and Tiesto is still number two in the chart with Lewis Capaldi's Forget Me at number three. Kent Online Sports. Football and it was another great result for Gillingham at the weekend. They beat Colchester United 2-0, their first away win of the season. It's as they fight to avoid relegation from League Two and boss Neil Harris says they have to build now on back-to-back wins. It's a great start to the new era, um, but it is just a start. You know, it's no different to last week when I did my press on Thursday and I said the same thing, that it's a great start, but we have, we have to continue those performances and continue to get better. Um, Again, I credit my players, I credit the football club, I credit Brad, Brad and Shannon coming into the football club and regalvanising us all. But I, I, can't, I can't go any further without talking about the fans today. Again, last week's home game was was, was up there with Sheffield Wednesday last year and, and uh, my, my first game against Crew last year. Uh, atmosphere was unbelievable. Today, best away game so far for me at the football club, you know, nearly a year in. They just come rejuvenated, they come with the team. Um, and I think that if we'd been 2-0 down, I think they'd have been the same because they believe in us again. And um, all, all we're doing is we're, we're just we're building that chemistry between the terraces and the pitch, and we just got to keep doing it. You know, we're, 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 we're a big physical, forward-running Gillingham side. Um, and at the moment, we look extremely difficult to play against, and we just got to keep improving. I have to get the balance between when players are, are ready to be involved. Um, so uh, Jaden um, hasn't played professional football before, so we have to be patient with him. Uh, Ethan um, wasn't quite ready to be involved today, uh, physically, um, as, as well as sort of maybe uh, sort of information-wise, just training Friday morning. Um, so you know, Ethan's more with, with a thought process to, to next week moving forward, um, but also on the long term as well. Um, with regards to the same team today, I felt we had the right matchups on the pitch. I thought Alex McDonald was, was the right player to play at right wing back. Um, I thought Dave Tatunda was the right matchup at left wing back. I thought the midfield three were the right matchup, and I thought the front two were, were going to be a handful for, for them. Uh, so, 
it just made sense to go to the same team. Will it be the same group next week? Possibly. New players are going to come in the building. Something might go straight in the team. Well, the Jills are now off the bottom of the table and next up for them is a trip to Swindon on Saturday. That's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning. That's via the briefing. And to sign up to that, you need to head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.